So we've been uh, tracking Francis through Mongolia. <laughs> it's uh, quite a country. Um, and as you know, it's as close as he will get probably to China and to Russia because they will probably invite him, will not invite him. But, um, you know, he, he, he believes and wants us to believe that uh, it's really important for us to go to the peripheries, to go out as far as we can where we're accepted or even maybe not accepted, but to be able to go out and to, to meet folks there. I think there's 1,500 Catholics in all of that land. So, I mean, he's not going to a huge congregation uh, for sure. Not what he's used to. He's used to throngs of people, but there he is. And he's speaking a lot to them about the love of God and saying to all of us, I think, that uh, it really doesn't matter uh, the bigness of it, the, the immensity of things. It's in the small things. He speaks of the silence of that land and says how important it is to believe that our God is watching those people as much as he's watching anyone in the face of this earth. So I think it's a, a really quite a teaching for this old man to continue to do what he's doing and to do it with such courage and strength. And um, he isn't just preaching. He's telling us by his words and by his actions what are important. I don't know exactly what that means for us, you know. Um, where's the periphery? I guess it's uh, maybe in our park <laughs> or in places that we are not used to. Uh, where do we go for that? And uh, what, is it, what, what, what is our message? What do we say? I'm sure he could have been, he could have blasted China for not allowing people to visit, take a visit there, but he didn't do that. He holds these two cardinals in his hands and says, I love the people of China. I, I embrace the people of China. I want you to know that the Holy Father loves you and embraces you and blesses you. Enough of that from me, but I just, I'm just so thrilled by his continued service to our church. And um, he gave a little blast to America. I don't know if you saw that this week. <laughs> he told us off a little bit. <laughs> but he's at that age, you know, where he just speaks his mind. And uh, he does. <laughs> and, and I think there's a lot of truth to that. So, we're in the midst of this great season, and uh, Jeremiah is an incredible force, and I want to talk a little bit about that, because he's probably the great prophet of the Old Testament. But before we do that, just to mention the, the uh, Gospel of Matthew, what's happening here is that our Lord is suggesting to the disciples that even though he's gaining in, in popularity and, and people are responding to him and crowds are accruing, this is not how it's going to end. It's a bad ending. Now, the ultimate end isn't bad, but the ending is bad because he is going to suffer death. He's going to be killed. 
by the people he came to bring the message of our Lord Jesus, of, of our God. He's going to be killed by them. And, and so Peter, I'm not so sure he did it for, for, the, for the sake of our Lord. I think he may have done it for, the, for his own sake because he was kind of in charge now, you know. You're the rock. He said, Lord, this will never happen. Never. What does Jesus say? Get lost, Peter. Get behind me. You're wrong. I am going to suffer. And anyone who follows me will also suffer. Will suffer a lot for my name's sake. So I think, my brothers and sisters, what it says, at least to me today, is that it is important for us. I think I became a priest for all the wrong reasons. I got to admit that. I mean, 58 years ago, I was all mixed up. And I saw priests in my parish at St. Alphonsus, and they were doing good things, and they were popular, and they were well-spoken, and they were trying to do their best. I said, God, I want to do that. I wasn't thinking at all about the cross. So I think our blessed Lord probably said to me, and I didn't hear it, get behind me, Lloyd. You're crazy. That isn't how it's going to be. And he was right. That isn't how it was. My brothers and sisters, Peter came to see, I've come to see, that the only way, the only way we can come to that deeper, more significant, better spirituality relationship with our God is through pain, through mistakes through failure. I have woken up some mornings and I said to myself, it's over. <laughs> uh, it's done. I'm finished. But I wasn't finished. I thought I was. But I wasn't. Because ultimately, that's what brings us to our knees to our relationship with Jesus Christ, to rely on his goodness and his grace and his power in our lives. That's where we learn it. Not when things are going great. I don't think I've learned a single thing in those moments. I suppose I've learned some stuff, but, but we don't learn it there. We learn it in those difficulties. You know, disappointments. People disappoint me. They disappoint you, I presume. I've been disappointed a lot in my life. I've made some terrible mistakes. That's the time. I remember it, and I know it's the time. And then we have this great man, Jeremiah. Jeremiah was a prophet called by God to tell the Jews... You're wrong. You're worshiping the wrong God. The Babylonians are coming. They will destroy you and this nation. 
You will be sent into captivity. And you will die. <laughs> the Jews did not want to hear that. And so they, they ran him out of office. They killed him, actually, ultimately, Jeremiah. And so that's why he says, you duped me. You made me a prophet. You call me to this beautiful place. Then you give me a message that's so horrible, no one will accept it. They hate me for it. Why are you doing this to me? You've duped me, my God. But you see, my brothers and sisters, that's it. We don't stay there. Nor did Jeremiah. This is what happens. But then it comes, he says, I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm finished with you. Go away. I'm not going to tell people what you say because it only creates pain and loss for me. It's too much for me. I will say nothing more. And then he says, but then it comes like fire burning in my heart, imprisoned in my bones. I grow weary holding it in. I cannot endure it. That's the truth. Even in the midst of our greatest difficulties, we can't give up. We can't. If we give up, we're lost. It's over. Pull the blanket over your head and go to sleep. It's over. But if we endure it, if we do our best to get through it, if we believe that our God will take us through it, the fire of his love, the goodness of our God impels us comes right from our very inner core to go out and to preach again even at the cost of our own reputation and life. Now, you know, we're not prophets, so God's not asking us to do that. But I do believe that's the human condition. I've lived a long life. I know my mistakes. I know the struggles where I've given up. And I have given up. But somehow, by God's grace, I'm urged to continue to preach that gospel, to believe in his great kindness, his compassion, his care, and his love. And my brothers and sisters, you and I will not be stopped by people who say you're wrong. We, <laughs> thank you, we welcome people here. We honor them. It's messy. This place is as messy as any place in the entire universe. 
And it's never really just the way it's supposed to be. But we're not letting that stop us, are we? We believe that the only way, the only way is to make room in that tent for everyone. And we will not be stopped. We will endure some criticism. People sometimes scratch their heads at St. Monica and say, what are you doing? What are you doing? But we do it because we love. So thank you. Thank you for enduring all these many years. Thank you for allowing people to enter our church that don't look like us. Maybe don't smell like us. Don't act like us. Thank you for that. Thank you for allowing me, your pastor, to be able to say to everyone, yes, we'll work it out. Let's follow our Lord and find his grace and his peace. Because he loves you and me. So, on this great Sunday, thank you. Thank you for the gift. Thank you for the blessing. Thank you for who you are. This liturgy at 930 has become an incredible force for good. We've got all kinds of people on live stream that with all their hearts want to be with us. Stay where you are. It's okay. You're doing fine. And we love you. But we love you. Thank you. Bless you. Have a wonderful day.